Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ill, the Edwin Elder Library, and today we are starting chapter 18, Her Deliverance of the Power of a Praying Husband by Stormy O'Martian. Page 191. Picture yourself out sailing on a beautiful, clear, sunny day. A gentle wind is blowing in your face and rustling the sails. The water is calm as you glide along peacefully. You sense the open sea giving you life. You can feel it seeping through your pores and into your innermost being. You have a renewed sense that life is good. You can relax and enjoy the moment as you sail to your destination. Well, I can't picture myself doing that because I I try to stay away from the water as much as possible. I don't know how to swim. Carefree sailing like that only happens when it's done right. The sails have to be positioned perfectly to catch the wind so the boat can move forward. If they don't catch the wind properly, the boat can be tossed unpredictably. You can end up going around in circles revisiting the same old territory and never actually getting anywhere. Or worse yet, you can lose control and capsize. I watched a, an old Titanic movie this week, one of the really, really old ones. And um, it was really sad how that big old boat capsized and so many lost their lives. And I was thinking, even the ones that got on the lifeboats, you don't hear about all of them. I guess I didn't look it up to see if all of them made it to safety. In fact, I don't think they did, a lot of them. Uh, But um, I was reading in Acts. Actually, I was listening to Audio Bible on version yesterday, and it happened to be about Paul uh, when his ship was wrecked and um, how the ones that knew how to swim they were told to go swim to shore and the ones that couldn't were to get uh, broken pieces of the ship and different things like that to float on well that's what I'd be having to look for but you know Jesus Jesus is our lifeline Jesus is um, the one that's going to our life saver he saved our life on life stormy seas we know the master of the wind the same is true in our life if we're not positioned right in our relationship to the Lord we never catch that wind of his spirit that enables us to sail against the tide of our limitations and circumstances and arrive at our destination we keep coming back to the same old places and we never get free and the right can get rough and unpleasant we sometimes lose control and get the feeling that we're sinking but when we move with the spirit of God he never leaves us to wander around where we are He moves us on to where we're supposed to be. The problem is we can't move on to where we're supposed to be if we have dropped anchor in the past, whether it's something that happened 30 years ago or only as recently as yesterday. The past can keep us where we are if we don't pull up our anchor. God wants us to sail freely. He wants us to leave those broken places behind so we can become whole people. This is especially important in a marriage because that's where the mirror of our lives is held up to us daily. We see what we're made of good or bad moment by moment the more whole we are individually the better our marriages will be but if we don't seek that fresh wind of God's spirit to carry us carry us we never arrive at that place of wholeness and peace I know I probably told you all before but during the course of my 38 marriage married years to Mark it seemed like we get going through these cycles it's like um it's like we go all, we go along, just sailing along, doing all right, just same things day in and day out. And then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden Mark hated his job or oh we were going to lose weight or we were going to pay off all of our bills or just you know something just all of a sudden going to be a, a big change and um I don't know if I resisted that some I I may have some but mostly it's just life life um you just can't you just cannot change things overnight um you have to plan these baby steps so it seemed like we went up through those cycles he was always getting into um uh, get rich quick things or um sales he would he would sign up to all these things uh, like that rich rich dad poor dad which, something like that he got in that and then he'd get mad at the people because they promised him something uh and then he wasn't getting anywhere and he's like all i did is lo- lose money and then um i know um uh, the only thing that he really didn't actually do pretty good on is with was the king and water machines our magic we have a machine bit um he sold several of those but it's still he still never recouped the money he spent but we got a lot of good benefits a lot of health benefits from it but it's lots of things amway like three times um uh, real estate um just Oh, man, if I, just a lot of different things. But you know what? You can't get rich overnight, people. You cannot. Some people might do good on those um, um, multi-level, um, what they call pyramid kind of, some people might make it. The ones that the, the ones who started it get rich, but the ones at the bottom, they just help the top ones get rich. But um, he tried, he tried. And even on his trash route, he really just, the, the truck was always breaking down, the wear and tear, the fees he had to pay out at the dump, and all that stuff. I really don't think we, it really gave him something to do, <laughs> gave him gave him a sense of ownership. He found fulfillment, he uh, enjoyed, he enjoyed um, traveling in his truck, and just knowing that he had a business, um, and uh, just, just different things. Um, but you know, God, even still, even in that, you know, because your labors are not in vain. In fact, I've told people before that um, my husband, the M&L Trash Service, the M was for Mark and the L for Lisa. And um, when when he passed away, my um, the, he had been sick a few weeks before he died, and my uh, son-in-law and my daughter was helping to run the business. Well, when he died, uh, my daughter... She knew of another man that was wanting to start a trash route, and she um, talked to him about buying the trash route. Actually, just took it over, basically. Took it over, but he named it JTE. The E is, the T is trash, and the E is empire. I don't want to say his name. I don't, um, but anyway, I got to thinking about that. My husband, what he built all these years, these 23 years of the trash route, has become an empire. Um... What we do, our labors, are not in vain. God watches out for us. The guy that took over the trash route named it uh, after him. After his, the, the guy that owns it now, that's named after him. And he was thinking about an empire for him. But see, God was watching out for my husband. I know that God was watching out for my husband. His labor is not in vain. And um, it was in the parade. And all lit up and all that kind of stuff. And I was telling my granddaughter, I said... Papa's truck was in the parade, but oh, Papa's famous. So even though somebody else still has it, God watches out. Your labors are not in vain. No matter what you do, no matter what you do in life, you die, 
but your your labors are still going on. Your work is not um, over. So anyway, anyway, that's be, kind of beside the point. But what you do, sometimes you seem like you are just on that going around and around the circle of cycles that keep coming up. Seem like you can't get ahead, but they bit the fishermen they fished all night caught no fish till the Lord come out and said cast your net on the other side and they were so full of fish one time it was so full of fish that it broke another time so full of fish it almost broke so it happened twice in the Bible so you know the Lord the master he cares about our labors he cares so whatever you do whatever you're doing do your best do it as unto the Lord and he will reward you he will reward you and bless your family. Well, you have a great day. Love you. Keep pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. Bye-bye.